Hey babe, welcome to Anchor Within. My name's Lena and I'm a multi-passionate free spirit and personal development nerd obsessed with empowering others to become the absolute best version of themselves. In this podcast, we're diving really deep within our own bodies and minds to discover who we are so that we can anchor down to build a really strong foundation that allows us to unleash our limitless potentials and create the lives we have always dreamt of. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, we'll give each other some tough love, and we'll probably get really uncomfortable. But hand in hand, we'll figure it out along the way and we'll come out even stronger on the other side. So babe, let's dive on in. Hey babe, happy Thursday. I'm so excited that you're here today because today I want to touch on a subject that is extremely important to me and has pretty much changed my entire life just by this one little thing. Okay, that's the concept of self-talk. That includes how you talk to yourself and how you talk about yourself to other people. Okay, we undermine the importance of the way we talk to ourselves so, so much, but the truth is that everything we say in our heads or out loud to other people, whether it's to ourselves or about ourselves to others, we end up becoming those things. You guys, our brains are so freaking powerful. Our subconscious minds are so powerful and everything that we believe everything that we think, our brains are constantly looking for evidence to make that thing true so that we further believe it. So if you believe that you are something and you keep saying like, oh my God, I'm so fat. Oh my God, I'm so ugly. Oh my God, I'm so this. I'm so that. Your subconscious brain will literally look for evidence that those things are true. So When you sit on your couch and skip your workout, that is your subconscious brain is like, okay, there's another check mark or whatever that this is who we are. We are lazy. We don't do things. We are fat. We are ugly. We are this. We are that. And then it becomes your reality. You, It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it sounds so like crazy and woo-woo, but it really isn't. It is basic science and how your brain works. Everything you'd say to yourself is so, so important because it literally forms your reality and what you experience in your life, right? And this is really something that, comes up a lot when we're talking about like diagnoses too. So, you know, especially like in mental health, like I want right now to just nip this in the bud. You are not your diagnosis. Okay. Just because you are diagnosed with anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, diabetes, whether you're an amputee or cancer, like whatever your quote diagnosis is, your medical diagnosis, you are not that thing. You are not diabetic. You are a person who lives with diabetes, right? It's a very small shift. But when you just say that I am somebody who has diabetes and like I live with it every single day, I handle it, it's under control, then you start to look at it differently and it doesn't take over your entire life. Same thing with anxiety. Stop saying, oh, I'm an anxious person. I'm, you know, I'm anxious. I'm anxiety. I have anxiety. 
and start thinking in a way of, I'm just experiencing anxiety. And then it'll shape your anxiety into this like neutral thing where you can learn from it and you can start asking yourself, why am I experiencing anxiety in this moment? And what is this moment trying to teach me rather than saying, oh, I'm just an anxious person. Well, if you keep telling yourself that you're an anxious person, you're going to keep giving your brain reasons to believe that. And you're going to keep building up evidence that you are an anxious person. And then it becomes who you are. It becomes a part of you. And it's not a part of you. It is something that you can manage. It is something that does not have to be who you are if you don't want it to be. The same thing with depression, right? You're beating depression. You're handling depression. Even I'm suffering with or from depression, but I am not depressed. Do not ever say I am depressed, okay? That is the number one way to just continue the cycle of happy, sad, happy, sad, really deep, dark depression, okay? The way that you talk to yourself, the way that you describe yourself to other people is the way that you see yourself and it's the way that you start to act and it becomes who you think you are. And then when you try to shed that identity, it's so hard because then to your brain, it's like you're losing a part of you. So you're constantly going to be in that state of depression or in that state of anxiety because your brain, when you stop, because you've associated anxiety and depression with who you are as a human and who you are, like what your identity is, when you try to get rid of those things, it is 10 plus times harder because now you're trying to get rid of an identity of who you are and nobody wants to get rid of a part of who they are. So don't let your diagnosis become part of your identity, right? Same thing like with amputees, like people say, oh, well, I'm an amputee. Like, no, I, you know, I have an amputated arm. I have an amputated leg. And guess what? I'm learning how to live with it. And that's okay. Don't let it become a part of who you are. If it's going to become a part of who you are and cause negative like connotation and make things hard for you because if you believe you're an amputee maybe you believe that you can't ever run again how many people out there have amputated legs who run marathons guys a lot but when you believe that amputee has this like negative connotation and that's what you are then you're never going to be able to do the things that you want to do and you're going to blame that but really it's your mindset it's the way that you talk to yourself right like you don't say like oh i'm cancer when you have a cancer diagnosis you don't say i'm a broken arm right so it's the same thing with these clinical like diagnoses that not that cancer isn't you know a broken arm isn't a clinical diagnosis but you got when you get what i'm trying to say here that it's not your diagnosis it's not you right? When when somebody you know has cancer, they talk about how they're battling cancer. They talk about how they've survived cancer. So why don't we treat all other diagnoses this way, right? Like I beat anxiety. I beat my depression. I am battling with it, but I am overcoming it, right? I am not it. I am not my diagnosis. You are not your diagnosis. You don't have to be if you don't want to be. So what you believe that you are is what you're going to become, right? And if you're not going to talk about your mom or your friend or your sister that way, then don't talk about yourself that way either, right? And that goes the same, not just for diagnoses, but for everything that we talk about in life, right? Like, oh, I'm a perfectionist. Um, I'm bad at math. 
I'm not a morning person. I'm not an athlete. Oh, well, I can't stay on track with my healthy eating. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm so broke. And even like sarcastic remarks, like if you do something like, I don't know, maybe you like run into a wall and you're like, oh my God, I'm such a klutz. Or you drop something and you're like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Oh my God. Or you're talking to your friend about something that you did yesterday that was like, you know, dumb or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh, well, my dumbass did X, Y, and Z. It's the way that you're talking about yourself and to yourself to other people. The things that you constantly repeat to yourself are the things that are going to become your physical reality, whether you want them to or not, okay? So you're going to continuously have what you say, right? So if you don't want to have those things, change the way that you're talking about yourself. Stop saying that you're a perfectionist and start saying that you have perfectionistic tendencies, but you're working on them, right? Because you don't have to be a perfectionist if you don't want to be, but you are literally creating that identity for yourself. You are creating that self-fulfilling prophecy by saying that you are a perfectionist every single day by saying you're dumb or you're not good at this or you're bad at that or, you know, you're not good enough for this or whatever, right? When you form a belief about it, that is when you start acting that way. So if you believe that, you know, you are a fat person, then you're going to start doing things that you associate with, quote, fat people, which typically are things like eating poorly, what, you know, eating whatever you want all the time, not exercising, being lazy, right? Those are the, quote, stereotypes of the people who are overweight, right? So why are you giving yourself the permission to do the things that you don't want to do rather than giving yourself the permission to do the things that you do want to do, right? Whether you're joking or not, you're giving emphasis to your subconscious brain that you actually believe those things. When you say them enough times, then you're going to start believing them, right? Okay. Like, you will never be a morning person because you don't believe that you are, okay? You're going to get broke because you have a deep belief that you aren't good at budgeting or handling your money. And anytime it comes in, you just spend it because those are old habits that have been formed by other beliefs that have built in your brain over time, right? So when you're becoming the things that you are, when you don't like something that's going on in your life, look at the way that you talk about that thing. Look at the way you talk about yourself, Because I guarantee you that if you start shifting the way that you talk about yourself, you'll eventually start believing it because you're giving enough evidence to your subconscious brain. When you think about it this way, okay, maybe you're thinking about buying a brand new purple Jeep, right? You've never seen a purple Jeep on the road, so you want one. Now, all of a sudden, because you're constantly thinking about the purple Jeep, everybody has one and you see them everywhere. Okay, this is because of a part of our brain called the reticular activating system, RAS, that literally searches for evidence to prove the theory or like searching for evidence of what you think about all of the time. It is a subconscious part of your brain, but it continues to search for evidence for the things that you say and believe and think all of the time. Okay, So if you don't want something or if you don't like something, pay attention to how you're thinking and talking about it. And I guarantee you a lot of the reason that you're not getting the thing that you want is coming from the way that you're thinking or talking about it. Okay, you have to start acting and talking the way that you want to become. Okay, so instead of saying, you know, 
the all these negative things about yourself, let's change the way that we phrase it, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, like I said, if you're thinking that you're always a perfectionist, maybe you start saying that you have perfectionistic tendencies, right? You know, tell yourself that you're learning how to be a morning person, that you're learning how to be more financially sound and smart. Maybe you tell yourself that you're learning how to be an athlete. You're learning how to be healthy. You're learning how to eat healthy. You're learning how to do whatever it is that you want to do. Right? Because if you go from one extreme to the other, like, oh, I'm so fat, I hate my body, to, oh, I'm so skinny, I love my body, but physically you're not seeing that yet, obviously, because it doesn't happen overnight, your brain's not going to believe it. Your brain's not dumb. So you have to speak in terms of like, okay, I'm in the process of becoming this thing, or I am in the process of learning how to be this or do that then it's easier for your brain to start comprehending and looking for examples and evidence of how you're starting to become that. And eventually you will become that because now your brain's looking for evidence of the opposite, right? But if you just tell your brain all of a sudden like, oh, I am, you know, 85 pounds and have 10 pack abs. No, your brain's not going to believe that, right? And you, you're you not going to believe that. So you have to start slow if you're going from one extreme to the other. But it's those little changes, like I said, that are slowly going to start showing up and manifesting in your physical reality because you're starting to think differently and you're starting to look for evidence of different things. So if you constantly tell yourself every single day, like, okay, I'm really good at math. I'm really good at budgeting. I'm really good at saving my money. Then guess what? You're going to start looking for, or you're going to start seeing evidence of that every single day because your brain's going to focus on that rather than focus on the spending. So maybe you decide to, instead of when you stop at the gas station to get gas, instead of going inside and picking up, you know, a granola bar and a water, you eat the sandwich that you made from home for lunch instead. You're like, wow, I just saved myself like five or 10 bucks. Look at that. I'm starting to learn how to be financially smart instead of spending my money on something that I don't need, right? Rather than, you know, prior you, old you, past you, whatever you want to call her, she would go in there and spend like $20 on gas station snacks and not eat the food that she had made that she had already spent money on earlier in the week to make, right? So you start looking for and you start acting like that person and then you start believing it. And the more you believe it, the more you act. It's a cycle, right? And you start looking for the positive things and the good things and the evidence that are proving to you and to your brain that you are capable of becoming the person that you want to become, that you are capable of being a morning person because you woke up five minutes earlier today and tomorrow you're going to wake up three minutes earlier than you did today. So that's a total of eight minutes. That's pretty significant, right? That's a lot of time. You can make your coffee and your breakfast and your lunch all in that time, and then you saved yourself eight minutes, right? You're gaining more evidence each time you do something, but you have to start by changing the way that you talk because the way that you talk, whether it's out loud or in your head, is going to cue your brain to look for evidence of those things, right? Whatever it is, if it's not serving you, put an end to it. That's really all there is to it. Because when you talk down to yourself, it's not getting you freaking anywhere. It's only keeping you stuck in the place of resentment and envy and self-doubt, right? A lot of the times people will say to me that they feel weird saying things like, I'm hot or I'm sexy, I'm confident, or I'm wealthy, I'm abundant, I attract money easily. People feel weird saying that because it's taboo. Or people feel weird saying things like, you know, damn, I look good today, or I'm a millionaire. I am, you know, insert whatever great things you want to be and blank line, right? Whatever 
you feel like it's weird to say because you aren't those things yet. So it feels weird to say. And sometimes if it's physical or about money, it's like it's a taboo subject and you don't want to seem conceited. And, you know, I ask people immediately, like, why does that feel weird to you? What about that feels weird? And they'll typically say something along the lines of, I don't want other people to feel bad if I X, Y, and Z. I don't want people to think I'm conceited if I think I look good. I don't want other people to, you know, think less of me or be jealous of me or be uncomfortable around me because I'm, you know, a millionaire or because I'm confident in my body and I feel sexy and I feel hot and I wear things that make me feel that way, right? I don't want other people to think like, oh, who does she think she is? These are the responses I literally get from clients in my DMs all of the time. And you guys, let me tell you right now, do you see what the pattern here is? It is always focused on other people, other people, right? It doesn't matter what they think. And let me tell you something right now, other people's feelings, their comfort levels, their emotions, that is not your responsibility. They are responsible for their own responses, their own reactions, their own emotions, feelings, thoughts, whatever. It's not on you to protect their feelings, okay? So you do you. Stop dimming your light because it makes somebody else uncomfortable. Who the hell cares? If they're uncomfortable, that's their shit to deal with, not yours. They have room to grow if something you do makes them uncomfortable. And it's uncomfortable because they probably want the same thing or they want to feel the same way that you do and they can't because they're not willing to do the work that you're willing to do. And I know that you're willing to do that work because you're listening to a podcast like this. So stop dimming your light because somebody else is freaking uncomfortable, okay? Stop trying to fit into a box that society created for you. You're not a box. You're not any shape, right? You don't have to fit the mold. You don't have to fit into anything. You can be a star one day and a straight line the next day. I don't care, right? You can be anything you freaking want. You don't have to fit into a box, into a circle, into a triangle, into a freaking trapezoid. I don't even know my shapes anymore. Octagon, whatever. You don't have to fit into anything that you don't want to fit into just because society says that it's the thing that you need to fit into, okay? And it all starts with the way that you're talking to yourself. Because if you keep trying to tell yourself that you're, you know, this and that and this and that, and you're not good enough at this, you're not good enough at that, you're only holding yourself back. You're only squeezing yourself into a square that isn't meant for you. Because we're humans. We're not meant to be caged. We're meant to live our freaking lives and build and grow and develop into these awesome freaking beings, okay? It has nothing to do with fitting into a box, even though that's what society tells you that you need to do, okay? You do not have to dim your light just because someone else is uncomfortable. And let me tell you right now that you dimming your light does not brighten that other person's. And the other way around, if you're sitting here judging other people, first of all, take a look inward and see why you're being triggered because that is a great place to start doing inner work. If something someone else does makes you angry or triggers you or makes you jealous, that is a great place to start working on yourself, okay? So bringing someone else down, dimming someone else's light does not and will not ever brighten your light either. So don't go putting other people down. Hey, it's all energy. What you put out is what you get back, right? So support other people too. It's not just about you. It's about all of us working together and growing individually so we can become better as a freaking whole, okay? Cheer each other on. Cheer yourself on, right? You have to be your biggest cheerleader because if you don't believe in yourself and you don't cheer for yourself, you cannot expect other people to either, okay? 
You have to do the work. You have to show up. And remember, if the way that you're talking to yourself is not something that you would say to your mom, your sister, your best friend, your coworker, do not say it to yourself either. It's not fair to you. Treat yourself the way that you treat other people, okay? You are just as important. You have just as much worth and capability and reason to be here, and you are deserving of everything that you ever desired, okay? Remember, you are strong, resilient, courageous, intelligent. You're inspirational. You empower other women to be their best by being your best or by working towards being your best. You are healthy. You are wealthy. You are beautiful inside and out. You are changing freaking lives. You are energized. You're successful. You're abundant. You're thriving. Girl, you are unstoppable. You are anything that you want to be. Anything you damn well pleased to be, you can be. Start acting like it. Start talking like it. Start treating yourself like it, okay? Just freaking own it and hype your damn self up, girl, okay? Let's normalize being our own hype women. Let's normalize freaking feeling ourselves because guess what? I put my face on every day, wash my face, put my mascara on, and I'm freaking feeling myself. But guess what? I'm also feeling myself when I'm in my sweats with my hair up and, you know, eating a pint of ice cream, okay? Feel yourself. It's okay to talk yourself up. It's okay to hype yourself up. Let's normalize that. What are you so damn proud of? What are you in love with about yourself? Are you feeling yourself, girl? Hype yourself up. You don't have to do it publicly, but it's okay to do it. And it's also okay to do it publicly, okay? You're allowed to feel yourself. You're allowed to post pictures that make you feel sexy. You're allowed to post pictures in a bathing suit. You're allowed to do whatever the hell you want. Stop trying to fit into the box and stop talking to yourself to make yourself fit into the box. There is no box. It's imaginary. It's created by society. It's created by people who are uncomfortable by other people succeeding. So stop trying to fit into their boxes. Stop trying to fit into their boxes to make them comfortable. That is on them, okay? Their comfort level, their feeling, all of that, that's on them, okay? What are you so damn proud of? Tell me. What are you, you know, what do you love about yourself? Let me know. Screenshot this episode. Tag me on your IG stories today with the one thing you love about yourself and what you're proud of. Or if you're really just feeling yourself, screenshot this. Tag me. Let me know. Let me hype you up too, okay? All right, girl. I can't wait to talk to you so soon. Have a wonderful weekend and I will see you on Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you picked up a few tips and tricks that you can take with you into the rest of your day. If you vibe with this episode, it would mean the world to me if you share your takeaways on social media and tag me so that we can connect. I would love to personally thank you for helping me spread this message into the world. I'm so grateful for this adventure that we're on together. Until next time, babe, we'll talk soon.